going on, everybody? This is Drew here. I want to welcome you all to a brand new episode of Phoenix Down. This is Phoenix Down episode number 80.1. And we are continuing our playthrough and finishing. Some sort people of. some people finish. We are done talking about Duke Nukem Forever. How about that? One of us finished. Yeah. So, uh, with me tonight is Matt. Hello. And Anthony. Hello. And let me let me just say, you know, whenever you you stop you play a game, right? And for some reason, whatever reason that is, you stop playing it. You come back to it maybe a couple weeks later, and you're like, I don't remember where I was in this game. I don't particularly remember how to play this game, and I also don't really feel like trying to get back into it. That's what happened with me. So. I went on vacation. And when I and, <laughs> and when I came back, I booted this game up and said, "Oh, yeah, I don't feel like playing this," and turned it off. And that's it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I played probably about another twenty minutes of it. I finished Duke Burger, and then I was like, "I don't care anymore." Like the the the. The novelty has worn off for me for for Mister Blow It Out Your Ass. That's interesting because for me, when I put down a game for a while, and I, and that happens to me all the time, even games I absolutely love, yeah, you know, because of travel and other games and you know, myriad other things that get in the way, I'm always putting games down and picking them up. The ones that I tend to give up on, at least temporarily are the ones usually with complicated controls, and I'm just like, fuck, I can't even play, can't physically play this game anymore. Um, yeah, so, so this is the type of game that I don't usually drop, because it's, you know, f for what it does well and what it does poorly, it's a relatively simple game, right? It's linear, it's just go through it, so it's, it's the kind of thing that I feel like I trudge through, even if I'm not necessarily having the absolute blast that the game wants me to be having right um so all, all that being said i haven't actually given up on this game i haven't quite finished it yet because like you i was on vacation last week and i was actually abroad the week before for work so i just uh, i just have not had much time to play this game i'm most of the way through it i've got maybe four levels left or so yeah uh, that's honestly, so i will finish it that's honestly kind of what happened with me was that you know I I couldn't record one week. Um, well, what what happened? I can't even remember. But I wasn't able to play much of it. I got back from the beach, and the first two nights I was just like, A, I'm tired. B, like Overwatch is here. <laughs> o Overwatch is is here. And honestly, I haven't played much Overwatch. Yeah, I played it a little bit, but not much. Um. I actually started Bound by Flame, so uh, I'm. I, that's how you know you've officially given up when you well, started the next game. Well, that's what ended up happening. So I booted up Duke Nukem Forever. I was like, "All right, let's try this." I, like I, the whole time, I was like dreading it. I was like, "I don't want to go back to this," but I got. I jumped into it, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm at that part where you're a miniature Duke," and I was particularly stuck at a part where I didn't know what to do. I made it through that finished that level and I was like I 
I've still got like seven, eight levels to go, and I really don't feel like doing this. This is this is exactly how I felt about um, Matt Hazard. Yeah, I was like, ah, want to fucking turn it on? Yeah, the Matt Hazard, I didn't <sighs> mind because I knew how long it was. Like, Matt Hazard's short compared to Duke Nukem Forever. Yeah, sure. True, I but mean, it also plays much worse. Yeah. Yeah. It does. The only thing that held me back from beating Matt Hazard was that glitch. Yeah, well, that, so. that to be fair, yeah, I, I understand that part. Yeah. I, yeah. I can't judge you on that. Like, that's, I can't, it, it literally is, like, the worst thing that could possibly happen. And, yeah, no, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't I mean, even... Like, you could choose to go and restart that level, but who gives a shit? Yeah, nah. The last level, I was like, yeah, whatever. Somebody can fill in the gaps for me. With Duke Nukem, I don't care if you do blame me. I don't want to play it. I'm, <laughs> I'm just like, I was just done. I'll suffer your wrath. Yeah, I, I I checked out the minute I went to the beach. And then never... You can check out any time you like, but you can never leave. <laughs> so <laughs> I just didn't care. I was like, I I tried. I gave it 20 minutes, and I was like, uh, nah, I'm done. I was like, ah. Besides, this is the year of the bad game. I've quit plenty of games. This so. is this is hands down the best game we've played. This, so. this is true, though. I mean, like, and that was the thing I was going to bring up, is that I, 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 you, I'm, I said it wrong before we recorded. <laughs> I said it Did wrong. Did you, though? I said it wrong because I said I didn't want to play this game because it was bad. No, I didn't mean to say that. Duke Nukem is not a bad game. Duke Nukem Forever is a mediocre game. Yes. And if you have ever reviewed video games in any type of sense, some of the hardest games to review are the ones that are mediocre. Because you don't get yeah. to slam it, and yeah. you, but you also can't praise it, so what do you do? Exactly. And I'm just like, Duke Nukem Forever go, oh. is standard. It is, pain, it is painfully it is. standard. It is as standard as standard can be to yeah. some extent, and I and and that was the main issue with Duke Nukem, uh, even with uh, Duke Nukem Forever, even with Duke Nukem fans. Like I mentioned last time, uh, Lazy Game Reviews, or I think I did anyways. He he's a big Duke Nukem fan. He reviewed this. He liked it, but even he had a hard time going, like kind of just excusing it. Like, why is it such a standard shooter? I know Duke fold in the path of doom, you know, um, but it's just so fucking bland. Yeah. And it's weird because you're doing some of these weird things, and, like, when this game wants to be, it's extremely unique, and then it just... It's fucking milk toast. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but, okay. Bland. Yeah, I I don't know. That that was I think that's what eventually got me was like you know it's okay the shooting's okay the, I just don't care yeah I just don't care like I'm just like it's not doing anything interesting to the point where I'm like okay I want to play more of this it did a few things that were interesting I thought some of the boss fights were okay like the one in the hive like which we'll talk about but the one in the hive I thought was kind of unique you know you had you had to do something the the cheapening of the boss fights where you have to use explosives or a mounted gun to actually do damage to them is crap yeah and i was just like you know this that, that yeah why? there's there's a couple there's a hmm. 
we'll get into them in, in order. Okay. Uh, if you want to start us off, I suppose. Sure. So we left off with Duke entering the Hive, which is under Las Vegas. Um, we talked about it a little bit in the last episode where, you know, you have that scene with the, the wholesome, wholesome. twins who are, I don't know. I, like, I, I saw that and I was like, okay, this is, this dumb. That's all it was. This is dumb. Well, you know, we had a talk afterwards because I mean, we do talk after the podcast a bit about maybe stuff that was said on there. And, and, and Matt made a good point when I said it, I said, Hey, like, if we're going to put this into que- this type of stuff into question, like what about Cartman's anal probe? And Matt said that was a better example. And it, I mean, it, like, I think there's in something inherently sexual to the probing alien sort of thing. Like this is nothing new. I, I don't, again, it's either you criticize Duke for following in the footsteps of other people and you criticize those people as well. Or like, you know, I, I, or I, I'm okay with noticing it. It's just it was a weird thing for, and apparently he wasn't the only person to point out. It's a weird thing to point out. Like they're aliens. I, I don't. What do aliens do? The first thing you probably think of is probe. Like they do it on The Simpsons. You know, it, it, there's something weirdly sexual about all of it. I don't know why, but like Giger's artwork for Alien. They all look like penises. Like, do you, you know, like, you go and look at his original artwork. It's it's all this phallic imagery that's gross. Like, you know, that's just kind of, I think, we hope stuff from the sky comes down to fuck us. I, I have no idea. But it, it's just, it, it, it's, a, it's a nothing scene in this game. Nothing scene, especially when after this level, there's literally a strip club. Yeah. <laughs> You know, yep. all right. Yeah. So yeah, the the Holson twins have been captured, and from the waist down, have been melded into this. I think it's. I think they're put into like. I, I think it's. I think again, the, the reason why I brought up aliens is it's so much like aliens. I think they're encased in stuff, like yeah. they are encased in the wall in Alien. <laughs> Yeah, it's aliens that they're encased in the wall. Yep. Ah. Yeah. And they're sitting there moaning. And they're like, Duke, what's happening? And he's like, sorry. Looks like you're fucked. And, and there's, like, a polite, there's a polite cough from the back of the comedy club. <clears throat> yeah. And then aliens burst out of their chest and attack Duke. They explode and aliens just come. Yeah. Out of that. Yeah. yeah. And that's it. I'm just yep. like, yeah, I don't care. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, who cares? It's stupid. It, it like, this, this whole game is stupid. And, I, and if you hold up Duke Nukem as a piece of fine art, there's something wrong with you. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they clearly weren't when they made it. It's not it, like they, they missed their mark. Yeah, in like, that sense, the original like has a graphic where he's holding like a folded couple of dollars for a, the strip club in the original DOS game. <laughs> like, uh... I don't know. 
that's a, that's a really bad hill to die on. Yeah. But yeah, uh, continuing through the hive, um, man. So Duke Nukem forever has tried to incorporate these puzzles. Let me tell you about these puzzles where you have to push a ball uh, somewhere so you can open a door. Yeah, the alien ball. Yeah, and I sometimes will push the ball and it has a mind of its own and then goes over a cliff and I have to go all the way back to get another one. Mm-hmm. That's when I realized this game was trying to be Half-Life 2. Yeah. like It, it does like its physics. Well, it's not even just the physics. Like... Here's a couple. They, they always give you some sort of gun, like they'll give you a new gun before you do a certain area of the game, right? Like here's a gun you might like, and then there's driving segments. Uh, you know, even even the pacing of it, like you have the driving sequence early on inside the casino. You will get a, another one later on with the monster truck. You're fighting in a tower. Like it's just like okay. I suppose it, it, it's it just it all felt very like we like Half Life Two, which is weird because Randy Pitchford hates Valve. <laughs> so, did Randy Pitchford have his name on this game though? Yeah, uh, Gearbox. I mean, Gearbox. Gearbox is his company. Yeah, but I mean, did Gearbox like? I thought Gearbox just kind of did the final touches on this game. Okay, I- so so. From my understanding, before Randy Pitchford joined Gearbox, before he considered himself a magician, I have no idea when that actually happened. Um, there's there's a, a podcast people should listen to. I think it, I want to say it's from Polygon. It, it's pretty quick. It's like thirty minutes. Let me say I'm just a podcast. Um, it basically goes through the history of. Duke Nukem Forever. Uh, yeah, a brief history of Duke Nukem Forever. Um, the, the history of fun podcast from Polygon. Now, I wouldn't recommend stuff from Polygon on a regular basis, but this is pretty boiled down. Like, it's pretty quick listen. It's 46 minutes, and that's excluding sort of the... Uh, that's including the... Um, uh, intro and outro. Intro and outro. So, they go in through... And I think Randy Pitchford worked for one of the many teams who did work on Duke Nukem Forever before 3D Realms kind of okay. lost the rights to it. Um, I think he was part of the later parties of it. Anyways, um, it, he had some hand in it beforehand, from my understanding, and then they bought the Duke Nukem license and everything, um, which they still own, and they had another team finish it up who was actually working on it at 3D Realms as well. Um, it, it's a weird it's a weird mess, but apparently he was involved. Now, is his name attached? It's going to be in the credits because Gearbox. Yeah. So I don't know how much he actually had to do with it because this that game uh, that game went, this game I should say went through so many revisions that if you worked on the original, I'm sure none of your code actually exists in the final, but you still worked on it, so God knows. Yeah. So, yeah, puzzles in the in the hive. Um, did anybody run into Isaac Clark in the hive? Isaac Clark? 
Yeah, the guy from No, I saw I saw that come up. Yeah, I, I saw that that's in there somewhere, but I, I didn't No, I don't think so. Was he hanging from the ceiling? Uh no, he was just laying there. Uh it was it was a EDF uh body, but it had Isaac Clark's uh, Oh, you know what I'm looking at it now. Iconic yeah, mask. I and he that's says one dead space marine. That's one dead space marine. Yeah. Which he did with the original Doom character. Yeah, the Doom guy. Or the Doom that's Slayer one, and, as he's known now. Yeah, it was the Doom guy and he said that's one doomed space marine. Like I'm glad we reused that joke and did it poorly the second time. The thing is is Isaac Clark's not even a space marine. Yeah, I know. But okay, whatever. That's fine. Um yeah, ran into that. I thought that was stupid. I was like, oh, there's another reference. Um, but, uh, yeah, going through the hive, uh, there was a few times I got, like, ambushed really quick. So those those floating guys that shoot the the orbs at you. Yeah, they, they're a pain in the ass in the yeah, original. Yep. Yeah, you get hit by those guys, like, twice and you're dead. So you know what you do? What's that? Because you can't shoot, you can't shoot rockets at them. Mm-hmm. Because they'll throw them back. So you uh, throw one of your the bombs that you can explode. Yep. Um, you throw one of those, and as soon as he sucks it towards himself, you press the button. <laughs> you can cheap shot them that way. Dang. Because they're going to try to throw it back, but they need to pull it around. And the rocket, because you don't have control when it explodes, they throw it back at you, and it's a good way to die. Um, so what you do is you throw the grenade, let them pull it towards themselves so that they're winding up, and then you just hit the button. And then when you have the shrink ray, eventually you just shrink them and deal with them then. Yeah. Oh, I liked later on you get to fight them with the railgun, and that's nice because there's two quick shots of that. I should use the railgun more. Yeah. <laughs> the railgun was good because it was like an instant kill on any pig. Yep. Of course, the pigs are making a mad dash towards you, but, you know, if you get them far enough away, you can take them out. But eventually, going through the hive, um, you, you start coming back through the, the Duke Dome. The Duke Dome. And that's when you have your big boss fight with the... Parkless boss! The Queen... Uh, the Queen reminds me a lot of those enemies from Gears of War that hide themselves. You remember those? The big, the big titty monsters? Mm. Yeah. Can't say I recall those. <laughs> I'm saying that she acted the way they did in the Gears of War. I don't remember those games enough, obviously. Corpsers. That's what they were called. Um but, um, yeah, so uh, she hides herself with her armor arms, so you have to use one of those jump pad things to throw a pipe bomb over, their, over her head and then explode it. That makes her vulnerable. You then pull out your rocket launcher, shoot a bunch of rockets at her. Then she starts sending enemies after you and also shooting stuff at you as well. Then her arms come out and try to kill you. Man, I died a lot this boss fight. Me too. <laughs> and Matt didn't have a problem with it, right? 
Yep. Yeah, not not really. I died <laughs> oh, a couple, maybe, yourself. maybe three or four times when I was like, oh, yeah, the arm got me. Just a mistake. Well, Matt's the one that told me I was doing it wrong, so we all know I had issues. So I, I did this boss fight as as we were getting ready, so I was already ready for church. <laughs> <laughs> My wife was getting ready for church, and I was doing this boss fight, and I was like, I really need redemption after this. So. I, need to, I need to kill the big titty monster. Yeah. Jesus can wait. So I had the boss killed. I had to go up and do its, like... You know, quick time event, hit the button thing. Uh, yeah. Yep. It didn't make it in time. Oh, and, and no. And she, she regenerated half of her health. I had the same issue. That's awful. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, that was fun. But, uh, yeah, we beat that boss, and Duke gets knocked out. Um, while he's knocked out. We then go through his mind, uh, a big Lebowski dream, if you will, where he goes to a strip bar. Duke's Big Titty City? Yep. Something like that? It's called Titty City. Duke's Big Titty City. And we walk around the strip club. There's a woman... <laughs> Hold on, can I just say something? Sure. <laughs> Wait, you said it. You're like, ah, so we walk around the strip club. Yep. <laughs> yeah. That's the best way to describe this. <laughs> we, we, we get a quest from a stripper who wants us to get a few things for her. Uh, first one being she wants some popcorn. Uh, the second thing is we need to have protection. So she wants us to find a condom. And then lastly, she wants a dildo. Yeah, and just to be clear, nothing funny will happen with any of these things. Continue. Yep, I mean that's it. You, you go and find that stuff. You have to go find so, the popcorn. You have to go pop it. You have to you know look at a computer screen so you can find the number to unlock the door. Did you? So so if you're gonna bring that up, did you notice the reference here? No, Matt. I uh, don't think so. On the computer desk, nobody, neither of you noticed. I, I, I may have, but I don't remember. Okay, this is yeah. this is this is where <clears throat> this is where I go. Oh, do Nukem at least understands how to make a reference to something that with like with some sort some sense of wit, whether or not you think it's good is a, is subjective. But I thought this was pretty good. There's a top spinning on the table. Okay, yeah, I saw that. That was the the Inception, right? Right, but it's telling you he's dreaming. I, I'm like, that's good. That's I'm like, it's obvious, but I'm like, you know what? That's how you do a reference. It has some place in this, but it's a clear reference to something else too. God, what year did Inception come out? Uh, I want to say it was the year before. Wait, this one been tw- is this 2013? When? Oh God, Inception um, was 2010, and then Duke was 2011 or 2013. 2013. Ugh. This game should have been a 2011 game. Anyways. <laughs> Wait. Did you did you actually look? Let me hang on. I was guessing. I don't know. That. You might be right. I think it's 2013. Yeah, I thought it was 2013. So this game came out the year that the PlayStation... No, it was 2011. 
2011? Yeah, 2011. Okay. So, yeah, it was a year later. I, I, I saw that, and I was like, it can't be Inception, because Inception is newer than Duke Nukem Forever. Oh. But, but I was like, what? Really? Okay. And then I was like, I'm old. Um, yeah, I uh, I thought, like, that was a good... The, the cigarette... I don't know if, how much you can see on the, on the PlayStation 3 and Xbox versions or whatever, but uh, the cigarette brand are pretty good. Like, because I'm playing on the PC, there's a bunch of detail. And, like, they, they did, like, actual, like, packaging for each cigarette brand. Um, uh, there was a poster on the wall that said tampon night at the strip club. <laughs> Which is so fucking raw. <laughs> like, what the fuck? And then this might be the only uh, interactive glory hole. <laughs> I, I can't think of another game that has a glory hole. That is, and I'm not counting um, Leisure Suit Larry because there's probably one in there. But like games that don't fully surround sex, I can't think of one that has a glory hole. Mm. It's interactive. True. Yeah. So yeah, we go through this level. There's no fighting. How much time did you spend? Not very much. You didn't spend time trying to find those ego boosts. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. I played air hockey. Yeah. Yeah, no. I think air hockey is the only one I played, and it was easy for me because I played with the mouse. I can't imagine doing that with the controller. It was a nightmare. It, yeah. it was a jiggly my my uh, my whatever my bumper was just all over the place. I when it hit the puck it felt good like right there the angles felt right the the speed mostly felt right i just couldn't control my bumper yeah didn't even try it <laughs> you just like that and went no you know i just like you know I, I did this level and i was just like i'm this is when i started checking out a little bit <laughs> 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 I, I didn't check out fully um, but you were close. But I was close. I didn't mind a lot. Uh, like the next level where you're up on the tower, I thought that was okay. Uh, Crash I course. Hated that level. You hated that level. Yes. Why? You kept falling. No. Just I actually did. I generally I, hate I, levels where you're suspended above nothingness. Yeah. I do fall a lot. I just fucking did not like it. It, it, just because I don't like having to 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 watch where I'm stepping the entire time. Yeah, first person platforming is always bad. It's not even necessarily the first person platforming because you don't do a lot of platforming in this. It was just I hate it because like you do get a little bit of pushback and stuff when you get hit with an explosive. Mm-hmm. So like it's just like oh for fuck I don't want to have to worry about falling off the whole time. Because they're 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 inevitably going to have you fight something, right? Like you're not again, you're not doing a lot of platforming, so you're going to be fighting. Yeah, and I just I hate that shit. So we should explain how he gets gets on a tower. So as he's knocked out, uh, the EDF come in and rescue him. They're in a helicopter and they get shot down. They land on top of a tower, I guess Duke Tower. I'm I'm assuming. Well, he doesn't land. <laughs> He grabs onto the fl- the monster that shoots him down, right? That's right. Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah, we have we have a little mini quick time event where. Oh no! I have it wrong. Uh, that's after. That's the end of this. Level. That's at the end. Start. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we land on the tower, and the tower is kind of like suspended in the air. We're gonna fall if we don't. There's like this weird like tentacle stuff going around the tower. So we're climbing, going to the top, or trying to get to the top at least. Um, Anytime I see the tentacles here, it reminds me of a little bit of resistance when you've got kind of the kind of alien infestation of normal cities. Yeah. It's been a long time since I've played any of the resistance games. But, um, yeah, they wrapped around and stuff like that. There's platforming there, here and there. There are enemies that we have to fight, yeah. Um,. Flying ones. Yes, yeah, the Anno- flying Annoying guys. flying ones. Yeah, that teleport. That's always fun. Uh, and then we have the, the, the pseudo-boss fight at the top of the tower where we we jump on top of him um, as we're flying through the air. Uh, luckily, there's nothing to fail here, I don't think. I don't think I failed. Um, on that last guy specifically? Yeah, on the last guy. Yeah, I don't think I did. Um, but then uh, after that, I can't. I can't remember how we get back to the ground. You don't. You go through Duke Burger, right? We have to fall through Duke Burger, right? No, you. So you get to the end of this. You get to the end of the um, uh, uh, get you around the tower, correct? And then you grab onto the flying enemy on the um, you grab onto him with the jetpack or whatever, uh-huh. and you ride him into the Duke Burger. Gotcha. Sorry, this happened two I weeks think. ago. <laughs> yeah, and I'm coughing up a storm, so. But um, yeah, Duke Burger is the next level. Uh, a lot of like ambiguous puzzle parts here. Um, like the very first part where it's completely dark. I was like, I don't know what I'm doing here. There was like some electrical stuff I had to deal with, and I was just like, I don't know where I'm going. There's a part where I'm I'm shrinking. So there's there's these parts where you have to you know there's mandatory shrinking, and then you have to solve a puzzle and then come back as normal size Duke. Yeah, see, I was going to say, I thought this was one of the parts that was done better in this game because as soon as I, I see these larger environments, there's clearly, you need to figure out where to go, but there's also no no hints, necessarily, and no arrows or anything. Yeah, I was just like, well, great, this is going to be a pain in the ass because as soon as I can't figure it out, it's going to be frustrating. I'm going to have to look it up. But I thought these were either simple or reasonably well done because I didn't really get stuck in these parts like I assumed I would. I did once, and that was when I went on vacation and then came back and finished it. Uh, so there was there was the part where you know you're doing platforming as Mini Duke running around. Uh, eventually, you can my favorite part of the game. Straight up, just playing as Mini Duke inside the environment just makes me want a Toy Soldiers game. Yeah, you talking about based on the movie? Yes. 
Okay. Yes. Um. So, um, actually, it's small soldiers, right? Did I say something wrong? Toy soldiers. Toy soldiers. Uh, yep. Sorry. Yeah. Toy soldiers yeah, is the movie soldiers. where Will Wheaton gets killed. I mean, <laughs> it, I, I'll play a video game where I can kill Will Wheaton. And That's then fine. there's there's small soldiers, which was small soldiers about the, the toys that come to life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what a terrible, what a terrible way to name your movies. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one. Okay. So, um, yeah, uh, running around Duke Burger, you can voluntarily shrink and resize. Um, you can run into enemies who are shrunk, and you can just step on them. That's always fun. I like that they move the cups around. Yeah. <laughs> when they're underneath yeah. them. Like, it... That's the thing. This game has so, such a good detail at times, and then other times you're like, oh. That's right. This is just a generic shooter. Mm-hmm. But, um, the biggest thing was after going through the main hall of Duke Burger, you come to where you have to go through the kitchen. Um... Before the electrical stuff, like where the the floor's electrocuted or whatever, there's the part where you're having to go in between shelves. And on the other side of the shelves, there's the pigs. And I shot them, killed them. And I jumped over and I was like, I don't know how to reach where they want me to reach. I looked, oh, is this? I looked everywhere. Is this with the spatula? Uh, yeah, where you have to jump on the spatula. I didn't know how to reach that top part of the shelf until I looked it up and it said, oh, there's a ladder there. I was like, the ladder was like hidden to the side. I was like, I didn't even see that. And I ran around this thing for like 10, 15 minutes trying to find it. So that's stupid on my part. But that, that was also where I stopped and then came back this week. And started back up. I was like, oh, right, I'm still mini Duke trying to figure this out. Yeah. See, this is, again, the kind of thing that would bother me because it's not terribly clear where some things are, except that you clearly come in on one side. You need to go up. You need to go over. You need to go down. Like, I don't know. Like, the, the, the path is. I felt like when I was stuck, I was like, all right, at least I know I'm as far as I can go on the forward path so whatever the next step is should be near here i don't have to go searching the entire room well i searched the entire room right because I, I don't know i feel like in the bigger environments that's where i get frustrated is if if i don't know where to go and i don't even know where to look for where to go and i'm just kind of aimlessly being like all right what did i miss somewhere has modern games ruined us in that way? Uh, maybe. Yeah. That, that and growing up and having less time to... Or it's not even having less time. It's my desire of not to waste time. Yeah. Yeah. I, I want to I have fun, but if I, if I am just lost and I don't know where to go, I'm not having fun. I'm just missing something. Yeah. I think that's that's a better way to put it. I mean, I think I think it's... I think you start to value time more when you have less of it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, after that, then the floor's electrified. There's a woman just wanting help. Um, we had to jump on spatulas, like a diving board. I love this segment. 
Yeah, me too. And, and for the same reason, like I, I felt like once you come in, you know, anywhere you can go is probably the right direction. It's not myriad options here. You need to figure out how to get to the next step, one step at a time. And it's dumb. You have to be small to make this worthwhile, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, doing some platforming to where we can turn off the electricity. Um, hopping on the hopping on the hamburger buns. That's in this part, right? Yep, yep. Um, gosh. Okay, I'm blanking here. Somebody help me. You know, she's definitely appreciative, <laughs> as all all the ladies are. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Did she make a comment about sticking them up there? I, I thought that was this part, but uh, I know I we mean, talked about it last time. Off. Yeah. Fucking. Yeah. Just. How many times can we make the same joke? It wasn't funny the first time. I'm, mm-hmm. I was surprised the first time. I give you that, but the surprise has run out. And now I just don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. Um, that was Duke Burger Part Three, I think. Um, um, sure. I even wrote, by the way, I forgot the controls at the beginning of the segment. Um, Porn Meg gave me ego boost. Um, uh, no joke about explosive diarrhea with the dead troop in the bathroom. Yeah, I was disappointed with that. Apparently, uh, the mini Duke levels are extremely are built extremely well. Um, doo-doo-doo. oh, <clears throat> Duke sauce, come get some on your face. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was a thing that is there on the... I think they're on all of the, um... Like, kids' meals or something like that. On the kids' meals. Perfect. Yeah. It, 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 it's it's definitely the... Oh, yeah, fucking... Look, this is all lowbrow humor. I just... I read it and went, oh, my good lord. And then I wrote it down. So, I don't know. You, you exit Duke Burger somehow. None of us apparently remember. No. Shows you how much of an impact this had on my life. And that's where I, uh, the next level was where I said I'm done. All right, well. Take it from here. We get a shrink ray at some point. Uh, I'm going to have to look this up because I don't remember. Next level's the uh, monster truck level. Is Okay, so we get into the monster truck. This is... So you start driving around. It's a pretty okay driving sequence. I wasn't impressed with it, like, by any means. But I also wasn't like, oh, this is really bad. It's okay. Again, this is so much... Okay, look, we've done some really bad driving levels this year. Oh, yes. And this is by far the best. And yep. that's saying something. I mean, the ones in the ones in Hayes were, were rough. Um, this controls well. You're in a big monster truck. It's apparently a Chevy, um, which makes me question how they got the rights. Anyways, um, the <clears throat> you're driving around, and eventually, the way they get you to stop the vehicle to do a shooting segment, the truck runs out of gas. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. Just have the truck get ruined and I have to change a wheel. 
don't tell me it ran out of gas. Fucking, all right, so you get out and you do a shooting segment, you grab a gas can, you fill her up, and you start driving through again, and guess what happens? Runs out of gas. All right, well, we're going to do this again, and I'm going to be honest with you, this whole segment's a blur. It's just the, it's the monster truck segment. Um, I don't, man, I wish I had written the notes where it had, um, the next, so, yeah, the next section is just where, where it's the continuation of the, uh, monster truck. You get to the, the town, the ghost town, you have a little shootout. Yeah. And then you, you drive through and then eventually you have to ride the mine cart segment back to the, there's one of those where you ride it back. Um, yep. Yeah, it's it's honestly it's we. The problem is is that I can't tell you the pacing of when you hit each part. Um, I just know that like those segments are there, and I remember getting out and doing them. But you're driving through a desert for the most part. It's not. It's not like just flatland. To be fair. Yeah, there's uh, broken highways. That part reminded me a little bit of, uh, what was that failed Defiance? mm. (laughs) Did you play those games or see the show? Right? It's just a a lot of somewhat post-apocalyptic, right, decayed highways, broken overpasses, that type of thing. So you get to Hoover Dam. I don't recall the exact... Yeah, you actually go through. There's three different levels with the. I'm, I'm looking up the. I'm looking up the walkthrough. So we can fucking do this in order, because obviously none of us remember or give enough of a fuck to remember. But I do actually give enough of a shit to talk about it properly. So, um, did it, did it, did it, did it. So let's see. Um, you did not set this up for me to search through. God damn it. Okay. So, Duke Burger, The Mighty Foot, which is, I think, the name of the thing. Okay, Ghost Town. More driving. Wow. Um, yeah, that, that's where it's kind of the abandoned town. You fight somebody at the big barn at the end. Not, wow, there's not three driving segments in a row. I'm glad um, I stopped. It's not bad. It's yeah. just like... Sorry, I hate doing this on the podcast. It shows you how... Um... Yeah, we already... We had, we okay, here we go. You get up... <laughs> well... Here's the problem. We were set up to go last week, or the week before, whenever, and then we didn't record, right? So... Yeah. Um. It happens, and I apologize. This was fresher in my mind when this was relevant. Yeah. Um, so you get to the top of the dam. Uh, apparently, we just drive up there. Um, Probably uh, run, up, oh, run out of gas. That's right. We keep boosting along and driving along, and then you hit the ramp, and you crash through a spaceship, and the, <laughs> the truck dies into the water. You get out, and you climb up on top of the dam. So you are on the upper part of the dam, and you bring the truck into there. And, like, it sinks. Like, that truck is gone. <laughs> okay? And then we climb up on top of the dam. This is the Hoover Dam, just for anybody who's not familiar. Maybe you should look that up. 
see how big that dam is. Um, so you get on top, and that stupid battle lord that we fought before with the horn, and yeah. that we punched him in the nutsack. I don't know if it's his brother or it's him again, but this one is a pain in the ass. Yep. And we are not, fighting not as many places to hide. Yeah. Um, I died a couple times here. And you do the same thing again with him. You just he punches junk, whatever. And then, now, I don't recall this happening. Apparently, you walk over to a bungee cord and then bungee down the dam. Yeah. I don't recall that happening, but obviously I wasn't paying attention. I, yeah. Because uh, I would have made note of that, I thought, but... It's a pretty quick segment. It's not okay. not, not terribly involved. Um, yeah. So, now we're in the shrunk machine, which is the innards of the dam. Um, this is a lot of fighting in, like, indescript areas, for the most part. Yeah, a lot of those battle pigs. Oh, fuck. And they, I hate their jump. And you shrink down stuff. Uh, I did like the um, when Duke is small and he uh, uh, unscrews the vent. He makes a whine about uh, this is not m- not my idea of a good screw. Yeah. <laughs> like, all right. And there's some puzzles here. Um, there's a big physics one where you had to grab a bunch of barrels eventually in this sort of area. I don't know if it's this segment. Again, this this is the issue with this this segment as well. We we've stopped having sort of descript levels. Because like you you play inside the casino and that casino has three parts, you know? And then you're outside the casino. And in the final portions of Duke Nukem Forever, you're in the interior of the dam. That is its own chapter. And then you are in the the dam again, and it's a different chapter. Um, yeah, so you're small and you're climbing up. This is true. This is a big segment. Um, and then you yeah. fight an enforcer. The, the one other big physics part here is when you've got to like cross all those gears. Oh. It's, not, it's not terribly hard, but yeah. you've got... Uh, it's, like a, it's like a bunch of interacting gears, some going left, some going right, and you need to hop on them at the right time and fit through little holes before you get tossed off the side. Yeah, and then there's a boss fight here, the Enforcer. I don't... Seriously, I wish we had done this sooner, because obviously I should have gone through again and quickly reminded myself. Um, because yeah, my, I, uh, I, I apologize. This is a bad episode. It, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, the Enforcer. So you're small, and you have to fight a normal-sized enemy. Yeah, so it's almost like a mini version of the last boss we fought. Yeah, and it's a pain in the ass, and you have to hit him with explosives, and it's the standard. It's the standard thing, but anyways, um, this is you also the same. Yeah, you don't actually need explosives on this guy. Oh no! No, because again, oh, I, was no, using the, right. I, was, I was using the rail gun here. I don't even know if I killed him. I think I just jumped in the elevator. Oh yeah, that, that's an option. Um, I thought, I thought I'd about say that, that after. I killed him, but then I was like, but the, the door was open the whole time. I could have just left. Um, I do know that um, this is the segment before he showed up. I figured, found out that uh, you can um, <laughs> you can put your finger in the socket as mini Duke. <laughs> I think you can do it as normal Duke, too. But like, I was like, oh, shit, okay. 
And there is a segment where you go through a vent system, kind of blown through the vent system, as Mini Duke. Yeah. And I, I had such a hard time watching that. It was too disorienting. I couldn't figure out where I was going. Yeah, because you're kind of blown left and then down and then right and then down. Yeah. And then the fork stop is the next chapter, which is where you're at, right? I finished this one. You finished this one? Yep. This is a lot of Shenmue. <laughs> that's yeah that's what i posted um the first segment of this game you're kind of at the bottom of the the dam from my understanding because you fight the octic king here you kind of you're on the bottom of the dam and you're shooting like the octa whatever the floating octopus things that throw your projectiles back at them yeah you gotta um, fight like a dozen of them yeah and then you go in and you fight the octa Octoking, which is probably my favorite, because the guy's like, I'll just give you a ride across on my crane, or whatever, and you like, start riding across, and then the Octoking comes in, and you kill it. It's pretty. Easy. It's a pretty easy battle. Um, yeah. And then, uh, <laughs> um, the guy afterwards just criticized, oh, if you knew I was gonna, you were going to make this much of a mess, I would have just done it myself. <laughs> I would have just killed it myself. I thought it's uh, weird that the Octoking's little energy blast... Seems like it does less damage than the regular octopus. Well, I think this is more of just one of those boss fights where they try to overwhelm you. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then you drive a forklift. It, this. Uh, yeah, this you is. You don't actually fork anything. Oh, though. you don't. Sorry, you don't fight the Octa King right away. You fight the Octa King. He flees because he comes out of the water. Then you do the forklift segment and yeah you don't drive it a lot you don't actually have to lift anything you just make a platform out of the and run, run over a bunch of pigs does somebody yeah. say on your mark almost time to go <laughs> almost time what that would have been fantastic yeah yeah you know oddly enough i this game makes reference to a bunch of stuff and didn't make any references to shenmue that's kind of odd um then you kill the octa king on, that's the, where you fight him on the, um, the catwalk that's moving with the crane. And the guy talks to you the entire time, which I, I did find entertaining. Um, sorry, sneeze break? Yep, and then that, that's where I stopped at the end of this episode. Alright, look, I'm just going to cut to the point. You go through and, like, you do some more shit. There's a big underwater section here. Um, which is not my jam at all. Um, you fight, fight a big tentacle thing, and then you blow up the dam. It, look, it's it's at least a change of pace. This is a standout like section of the game. The only thing you fight underwater are stupid tentacle monsters again. Anyways, you uh, blow up the dam, and the dam breaks. And then the president, because he's already had an issue with you, um, basically tells you to, like, fuck off. And um, uh, Duke... There's a Team America reference. Um, I, I don't remember what it is. Just to show you how fucking out of it, like, I am by this point with the memories of this game. Um, I want to say it's America... Is it America? Fuck yeah! He does. 
It's a blatant Team America reference. Anyways, um, and the president's giving him shit, and then the cycloid emperor, who the president says has been having discussions with him, kills the president and kills his guards, and hmm. Duke makes reference of him not being in the sequel. And um, basically, you ha- you do a version of the fight you have at the beginning of the game. It's literally the same boss, but now he has a few new moves. He's summoning enemies. You don't have a gun. You have the pistol to begin with, but the pistol doesn't do damage. So you have to kill an enemy, take his weapons, use them against the boss, then kill another enemy to get their weapon to do damage against the boss, and he's changing up his moves a little bit, but for the most part he's the same, but they're overwhelming you with enemies at the same time, and you're... Look, it's the same boss fight you did at the beginning of the game, just because they've arbitrarily made it harder by, you know, not giving you any weapons. Like, yeah, any first-person shooter, whether you take away my weapons... Look, racing games would be hard if they took away the wheels from the car. (laughs) So this is not a good final boss fight. It would have been interesting if he was rebuilt or something, you know, like, oh, because you did fight him in the... Look... I hate this game to this point, right? I like this game. And then they do this final boss fight in what's just rubble. And I'm like, this is it? This is all we've built up to? Then I kill the boss. And I'm like, see, he's going to just kick the eyeball like he did originally. This, And I'm like, kind of pissed? No. Speaking of pissed, best choice of words I use, he pisses in the eye socket. <laughs> <laughs> and I wrote, Pissing in the eye socket. What a beautiful ending. Ah, uh, Duke. Um, and then there's like a video and Duke Nukem's now president. And uh, he says, I'm coming back for more. And I just wrote, he didn't. I guess he kind of did because he's in Bulletstorm. But... I, 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 don't, I don't dislike this game. I just like... It was a... I did that final boss a couple times just because it's just bombarding you with stuff and you're just not equipped because they take away all your weapons. Yeah. I don't like that in video games. I never thought that was a good idea of just, uh, now we take away everything you've earned. Like, uh, okay. What's your your stance on when they do that as the intro to a game? Show you what you can build up to, then take it away and have you start over? Better or worse? I'm okay with that. It better. Ha- it happens you know in what? every Metroidvania game. Yeah, as you say, better because... Like, so Symphony of the Night, which is the biggest example I can think of. You know, yeah, it's kind of dumb. But it gives you some idea of how to play the game, right? Yep, yep. Before you start... And that, that, that seems takes, like it's the goal, right? That's the intent, is to yeah. tease you a little bit, get you excited about what you can do. Because it is going to be a little bit of a slog at the beginning. Yeah. Um, and funny enough, Bloodstained doesn't start like that. Which is weird. But um, it's, it, it's, it's annoying when it's at the end of the game. I've only ever seen it done well-ish, ish, being the key part of that. Once, and that was Test Drive for PS2, which has like a has a decent story. But the idea is that you're working for a guy who's been paralyzed after a car crash for this like underground racing syndicate. 
and you're competing in his place for him, and eventually, and you and you race for pink slips now and then with some of the other drivers who you get to know, and uh, eventually you win a concept car, and he takes it because he's not paralyzed. He just didn't want to race. <laughs> and he takes it and you race him for it. And he gives you the car you race in. And it's a not a great car. Like his car is the fastest car in the game. So it's it's at that point testing your skill. And you know, it the issue with this is that there's no real skill to Duke Nukem Forever. It was all based on the weapons. The pistol doesn't work as well as the rocket launcher, and especially on bosses that can't be killed with standard ammunition. Yeah. So taking that away from me right at the end, why was I holding onto the weapons to use them? in case of this scenario, and then you just rip them away from me. That's kind of shitty. Yeah, they do that with like um, certain games where they have a boss fight that's so one-hit kill. Why did I hoard all my healing items then? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that sounds like crap. Yeah, it, it, it's... It, again, it's not, it's not hard because it's a hard boss fight. I'd argue that the boss fight on the bridge, or sorry, on the bridge, on the top of the dam with the guy you fought before, is a harder fight. Because I'm well-equipped for that fight. I just, it's a hard fight to do. Um, you know, I'm having to dodge attacks and kind of recognize patterns, and it's like, okay, this is intense. And the last boss is a, an open arena where there's nowhere to hide. And, like... The only thing you can do is strafe. Strafe and shoot the other bad guys, pick up their weapons, now you're using those, and it's just like... Did you start using beer anymore? <laughs> I I did, but it doesn't it doesn't make you invincible. It just reduces the amount of damage. True. But even then, like I'm pretty sure you don't I didn't have any beer for the last boss fight. Like I don't I don't know if you get to keep it or if I just didn't have any, but like it, it's a bit it, it's a bit of a letdown when you see some of the other moments in this game. And and the fact that it's not it's just in this broken section like it's just concrete laying on the ground with water rushing past around you, and, you know, and the and you're it, it, again it's a letdown. There, this this deserved a better ending for what it was, but it's also not a terrible ending. It's not a terrible game. It's by far the best game we've played for this podcast, even though. None of us finished it except for me, and I don't remember the fucking game. Yeah, that's. I think that's what it is. It's it's painfully mediocre. And Duke deserved better. It, you know, it's funny because we played Haze, and I remember more of Haze, and I played that longer. Like I played that, you know, a while back, and I remember more of Haze than I remember of Duke Nukem Forever. Yep. But if you're going to ask me which one's a better game, it's Duke Nukem Forever. You know, I don't know. I, I would put them both around the same. For sure. I'm not saying there's like day and night yeah. differences. But uh, like, Haze is a totally fine game. Haze, I think, is more interesting to my own tastes. Yeah. 
And that's probably why I remember it more. Hayes at least did something interesting or tried uh, to. This would do. This, Duke Duke would benefit from having the secrets like the original game did, yeah. or leading or, or leading ugh, leaning more into the absurd. Which you know, having him replace the main character in Bulletstorm was probably a very smart idea because you know. This is the type of place Duke belongs. Bulletstorm is the most absurd game I've played around that time period, for sure, if not ever. Um, fucking, you, you kick a guy, you shoot him in the face in the air and get points. <laughs> you know, you kick him and he flies into a plant that eats him. Yeah. It, it, it's a place for Duke, but it, this game is just too standard uh, of a game. It, it's very much the Call of Duty formula. Yeah. And, and I'd argue it's less less interesting than Call of Duty, which is literally just soldiers. Like, around this time, like, when did Modern, Modern Warfare come out in 2008? Eight. Eight or nine. Yeah, and like, that's a more to that. Oh my god, two thousand seven. Um, but like modern warfare is a more interesting story, beat for beat, than Duke Nukem, who has fucking aliens and shrink rays, like you know, big explosions, and yet somehow I'd argue the Call of Duty games are more interesting. Yeah, and just to compare it one more time to Resistance, I like the way that Resistance built up towards that. Like, Duke starts off ridiculous. I mean, the invasion happens in essentially the first level, and it it kind of maintains. While Resistance wasn't, I think, suffered from some of the same things that we're talking about here, Of especially that it was essentially just a mediocre shooter. But... It also had interesting weapons, and I, I just thought it built well. Where you don't get, you don't get all everything exposed to you in the first couple of levels. So at least I, there was a progression there that I didn't necessarily get in this game. This this game is one of the games I feel like it could have really got. It could have been as short or as long as they wanted it to be, just by adding more levels in, because the, the levels themselves are a little bit random. Right, like whether or not you end up with a monster truck sequence or not seems arbitrary. There's no flow, you mean? There's, there, yeah, there's no flow. I mean, I don't, I don't think that's inherently a negative because that their clear intent in, in my mind was just to break up the corridor monotony. shooting. Yeah, the, the monotony, and that that that's a fine enough goal. But overall, the game didn't really build. Which you know, to your point on the end boss, it doesn't feel very impactful because. It's just another boss. It doesn't really feel. It, it doesn't feel special. It doesn't sound like sound like it was special. I'll get there at some point here in the next month. But you know, the, here's here's. I should have gone into detail of how he arrives into the thing. He like climbs up onto the platform that you're on, like surprise motherfucker, and like crushes like the president in his hand. <laughs> like it's it's this big like holy shit. Oh, I'm excited for this. And then the boss fight is just like a wet fart. You're like, oh. I, I don't know. It's 
it is what it is. You know, I understand that they probably hyped this game up a bit too much, but they also couldn't help it because it, it unfortunately, 3D Realms was a disaster in making this game and yeah, hyped it up by the, accident. Between the delay, extensive delays, and just the name, I mean... Yeah. If, if, you, if you just mentioned the return of Duke Nukem, that sounds like a big deal, even if it hadn't taken it quite as long. Yeah. Yep. That's Duke Nukem forever. Yeah, I mean, like, there really isn't... You know, I think... It's funny, I think... I could have said a lot more if I remembered this game, but I think the fact that I forgot it speaks volumes. Yeah. This was not a best episode, but... Uh, yeah, I know. This is not the best game I either ever. Um, it might be the most competent game. I think that's the best way to put it, actually, at this point, is that this is probably the most competent game out of all of them. I would agree with that, but at the same time, I would rather play Haze again than play Duke Nukem Forever. Yeah, and I'd say that that's the better game. With yeah. all, there's some jank in Haze, like the fact that it controls like an old first-person shooter. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so Haze is still number one for me. You know what? Like, I don't remember this game enough. Like, I just, I literally just finished Duke Nukem within the last month, and I can't remember it. No. Matt, final thoughts. Uh, I. I don't think I was quite as negative on this game as, as you guys are. Um, I, I, while I would say it was mediocre, I wouldn't add the word painful in there. I I had a fine time with this. I thought the difficulty level was pretty spot on. There are tons of places in this game where I died a couple of times. And there's not many places where I died more than six times. And to me, that's that's essentially my mark of a perfect difficulty level. If I don't die at all, I don't know that I'm being challenged. If I die more than six or seven times and it gets to be frustrating that I have to keep repeating the same thing over and over again, you know, then then I don't know. I'm, I'm not good enough or the game's not clear enough or, or something, but we're not clicking. But for me, this game, you know, it had its ups and downs. It's, it's a little bit of a random game. But I thought the difficulty level was good. I thought the spectacle level is good. Uh, the, the basic controls are fine. Like it, it wasn't it wasn't a game for the record books. But I didn't really have any actual problem with this game. So for for me, it's I don't love it. I have no act, like active love for this game. But I think it's the best game we've played. I think I think you were right to call us. So, uh, well. I think I said it. So um, it isn't painfully mediocre. You're right. You know what? Painly, uh, painfully mediocre. It led. <laughs> that was painfully mediocre. It did nothing of any interest, but it also wasn't so bad that I went, "This is bad." Yeah. But I didn't enjoy my time with it. I at least enjoyed moments of Duke Nukem. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. I don't really have any final thoughts. I didn't. I made about a little bit more than maybe more than halfway, or a little less than halfway. A little yeah. more, I think. A little more than halfway more. through the game. Yeah. I just, I don't know. Like Duke Nukem Forever came at a bad time for me. 
because I was I was on board. I was playing through it. I went on vacation and came back. And I said I don't care. I, just I think don't. I think your box quote is eh. There's better things to do. Yeah. <laughs> there's better things to do. Like I don't know, sleep or watch <laughs> watch old episodes of Unsolved Mysteries with my wife. <laughs> the beach. I was thinking the beach or the beach. Better things. The beach. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it was it's it's okay. The the game's okay. It's it's standard. Um, I just I, I just couldn't bring myself to play any more of it. I think That's, I just like it, it takes me a while to get back into games after I quit for a while, and so yeah. But our next game is Bound by Flame, which is almost the complete opposite of Duke Nukem Forever. <laughs> So we've got our uh, our action RPG coming up. Um, started on that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I know uh, we're gonna have. I know we got at least one person playing along with us on that one. Oh, nice! Everybody made the smart choice and was like, "Duke Nukem." No, 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 no. Yeah, I don't know how much better Bound by Flame is gonna be. So, I think it'll be. I think if anything, it's probably gonna be. More comedic, but unintentionally so. Yeah, I, th- yeah, that's, I think that's what's going to end up happening is it's going to be a little bit more comedic because I know that the voice acting is bad. Um, but I also think we're going to run into some frustrating parts. Yeah, well, so, there are some frustrating parts. I, I don't know where it's going. That's right. There's, there's frustrating parts and everything, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's going to be our next game. Uh, we're going to do that for next week. Uh, if you would like to send us an email, it's drew at ztgd.com. You can tweet to us. I'm at DML Fury. Matt is at REMGS. And Anthony is at Intersect. Uh, the podcast itself is at ZTGD Phoenix Down. Um, but yeah, that's, that's, that's blowed out your ass. Um, yeah. I think you should just leave it there. Cut it there and put in the... That's blow that trash. And that cut right into the dubstep part of that. You know. <laughs> that, that would be a good one. Uh, honestly, I, I debated on on uh, just at the end of this, putting the ventrilo harassment of Balls of Steel. Man, I... Does anybody remember that? Oh. So, I'm just like so down that I couldn't remember this game at all. So the Ventrilo harassment videos, if anybody hasn't seen, are old videos where people use soundboards to interrupt people while on <laughs> Ventrilo. Ventrilo was a kind of like Skype before Skype, where people yeah, could vent. Play. Yeah, it's a vent vent servers where you can do you know voice chat with like people in a guild during World of Warcraft or something like that. And one of the most popular videos. Our most popular ventrilo harassments was uh, Duke Nukem, uh, and somebody played a soundboard of Duke Nukem and really made this woman angry. In fact, <laughs> they made a reference to it in Duke Nukem Forever. What? Yes. Uh, so there is a part in Duke Nukem Forever. I can't remember which boss fight it is, but Duke Nukem says, "I'm gonna kill you old style," and that is from that video. Oh, she says that? Yeah, she says that. I'm going to fucking kill you old style. And it has question marks. Like, huh? (laughs) 
Wow. So anybody out there who doesn't has never heard of the Ventrilo harassment video, go watch that because it's hilarious. And watch the other ones. Um, the Mask is a good one where they use a soundboard from The Mask. <laughs> the movie? Um, yeah, the movie. Okay, just making sure. Uh, I guess you, that's yeah, not have the you question ever I... seen any of these Ventrilo harassments? No. Oh, my I'm God. Not, I'm not a dinosaur, but thanks. <laughs> Sick burn! They're like really popular videos on the internet. <laughs> are they? Are oh, they, they are. They have <laughs> over, out. like, they have millions hold of on, views. Hold on, hold Most hold of on. them are let's mine. Take a, let's take a... Yes, I was going to say. Let's take, a, let's take a quick poll here. Matt, are you familiar with these? No, I know Vent, but I don't... Yeah, I'm not either. Don't so know you these. can't say super popular. you got three people in the room and only one person knows, and that person's you. Sure. <laughs> and you watch weird shit. <laughs> I do watch weird stuff. So what? <laughs> Go watch those videos. They're great. But yeah, that's going to be it for us. <laughs> We're going to get out of here. Uh, but we will be back. Uh, with our first RPG of the uh, uh, of the the bad video game year, uh, but I mean, to some extent, I Shenmue was kind of an RPG that I didn't play because like it was moving and I lucked out that way. Yeah, uh, I mean, it was a role playing game, as in you literally have to play every role that person does in a day. That's true. That's true. But, uh, yeah, well, we're going to get out of here. Until next time, I am Drew. And I'm Matt. And I'm Anthony. And we're gone. That is it for Duke Nukem Forever. We'll be back next week with the beginning of Bound by Flame. Excuse me? Who the heck is this? I've got balls of steel. Balls of steel? What is that? Hello? It's time to kick ass and chew bubble gum. And I'm all out of gum. Okay, get off the... Uh, get off vent or I'll have you bent. Eat shit and die. I've got balls of steel. That's, uh, interesting. <laughs> You have just been banned from the vent server and... Blow it out your ass. Who did that? Hold on one minute. That was not me. Somebody's playing a joke on someone again. (laughs) Blow it out your ass. (laughs) You think that's fucking funny? Do you fucking think I'm fucking laughing? I've got balls of steel. I've got balls of steel. Are you going to stay here or are you going to leave? I've got balls of steel. Okay, that's nice. Balls of steel. 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 Balls of steel. There has to be somebody from the guild or somebody that we know. Oh, I hope not because I don't think your mother's very happy about it. I don't think so either. I want every person written, name written down who's on the guild right I've now. I've got balls of steel. And when the I've got balls of steel. Get the I've got fuck balls off of steel. Rip oh your head thing. off and shit down your neck. Get the fuck off. Eat shit and die. 
Your mother, you fucking freak. I swear to fucking God, when I find you, I'm going to rip your fucking head off and I'll be your goddamn dick, all right? Get the Blow fuck out off. your ass. I've got balls of steel. I'm going to beat the shit out of your fucking mother that gave birth to you, you fucking cocksucking motherfucker. You just watch when I find your goddamn ass. I'm going to rip your fucking balls and ram them down your goddamn throat and make you a new fucking box. Do you fucking understand me? Get the fuck off my goddamn vent, you piece of shit. I'm going to make you a faggot when I find your goddamn ass. I'm going to ram my fucking fist up your ass. Balls, 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 and I got balls, balls of steel. It only does it when you talk. I'm serious about that. I'm gonna get you. Blow it out your ass. See, it's only when you talk. So you sure you don't want to switch channels? No, I'm finding, um, the Zara. We're gonna cut off the vent, and it's only gonna be given to certain people after this. It's time to kick ass and chew bubble gum. And I'm all out of gum. And you are a lot of cum also, so... Balls of steel. <laughs> this is funny. Serenity, if this is you, I promise balls, you balls, 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 balls. I'll be right back. Well, who is that bitch? Did you see what they wrote on that? They did. In parentheses, who is that bitch? Oh snap! Oh god, that's bad messed up. That's somebody who knows my mom's then. It has to be. Oh, the spy, though. Remember, she thinks somebody's spying on her. Yeah, it has to be a spy from her guild that she's in right now. But come on, that's hilarious. You don't think that's hilarious? I, you know, honestly, I did, and until she started screaming. I'm reporting this right now, so everyone off vent now, and I want to list the names of everyone that's on Lord of the Rings right now. And um, balls of steel, balls of steel. Knock off your, your I got balls of steel. Ninja was on this, and then he left. I went on to um the other place, and I blow it out your ass. Type it in. No, um, officers chat. Blow it out your ass. Everyone is... Blow it out your ass. It's okay, just get on, officer chat. Congratulations, I just found out who you are. See you soon. I've got balls of steel. What do you want? Blow it out your ass. You're dead. I've got balls of steel. What the fuck do you fucking want, you fucking bastard? Eat shit and die. No, I'm gonna fucking kill you, motherfucker, old style. You fucking watch, you prick. Fuck you. Blow it out your ass. I'll rip your head off and shit down your neck. What? Blow what? it out your ass. Leave me alone, I've got it. balls of steel. Hello? Blow it out your ass. Oh, my God, no. Pointer... He's starting again. I got I got chills again. Write his name down again. I've got balls of steel. Ah!